Hey everybody, before we kick off today's episode, Antonio T. Smith Jr. here, and I just want to tell all of you that if you're an avid learner of self-growth, if you want to change the quality of your life, I'm on my major events, WonderCon 2024, it's almost here. The dates are March 17th through March 22nd, that is 2024, and you can go to the website inside the show links to get to all the information there. It's in Houston, Texas. There's also a bunch of opportunity for online tickets as well. So you can watch the event live. Plus, you get the opportunity to keep the video for life as well. With an array of expert speakers, including myself, interactive workshops and a plethora of experiences, it promises to be a transformational event that you've never seen before. Please know in person there are limited spaces available and get all the details to secure a spot on the show notes. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better, you can dominate. Let's go. You've gotten to this far and think grow rich. And this is what happened to me. What happened to me is October 2008, I was a loser with a capital L. If you can get more capital than the capital L, that's what I was. I was, I mean, I grew up around drugs, poverty my whole life, and that's all I understood. Now, of course, it makes me a fantastic entrepreneur and and CEO today, because it's the same game. One's just illegal. The other one is just business management. That's it. It's, It's no different. If you think that is not true, then just look at the legalization of marijuana. Now it's okay, right? Exactly, because you just can't tax it. What happened to me, Talisha, is in October 2008, I drove all the way to Dallas, Texas. To give you an idea of that, Dallas is four or five, five hours, five hours away from my office, well, since I'm in the city. I'm, we're literally two minutes away from the seawall, from the beach, from the Gulf of Mexico. Literally, that's where we are. Ken says, yes, long drive. It is. Five hours away. Drove 300 miles. Because Hurricane Ike had came through. See, we had a 27-foot storm surge. We don't have any levees. We just had 27-foot wall of water come through and come through. <laughs> and then by my house, which wasn't my house, Daryl, don't get it twisted. We was with grandmother. I want to talk to my people right now. We was with grandmother. We was like we was at grandmother house. You know, grandmother. Okay, yeah, okay, all right. You understand? Right? Not not grandmother. We was at grandmother house. You understand? Seven others. We all used our license there. You understand? Because that was that's why ID was. And then we come back, we go out. We come back, we go out. I was the youngest, and I was with all my loser uncles. To this day, I don't have a single family member that is a male. Excuse me, I have one family member that is a male doing something. Tiffany <laughs> says she's never changed her driver's license address. <laughs> I don't have no. Ooh, Marge, I love that hair piece. Good job. I love love the hat. Love the hat. Not nah, well. It's not a hat, but you know, I'm, I you know I don't know what I'm talking about. But I love it. Whatever it is, I love it. <laughs> but I don't know what I'm talking about. It's probably not a hat. <laughs> and I'm a loser. And I leave this conference with two books. 
I have never heard of Think and Grow Rich ever. <clears throat> I leave with one on personality types, which I still use today. And I leave with this cassette, cassette this, this CD of Think and Grow Rich. Well, the guy forgot to give me the other half. So I'm, I'm on the way back, five-hour trip. I'm listening to it, and I go, oh, wow, amazing. And over the course of years, I keep listening to this book over and over, Talisha. It's on CD audio. This was back in the day when you said it was cool to say you turn your, li- your car into a library on wheels. Now that's every car. You, you don't even use CDs. Remember back in the day, Marjorie, you get your CD. And you, as soon as you got it, you open it up and you see who wrote the songs. Come on now. Come on now. Come, come on. You look at look at you read the lyrics, you have to see who produced the songs, you, you open up that Luther. You, well, that was different, that's an A track. But you get it. It's just, you know, <laughs> you know, all that stuff. You know, all that good stuff. And it dawned on me, I'm listening to this book for three years now, and I never had side two. It took the tape, put it on CD. Never had side two. Never had side two ever. Then I finally buy the book, I get it. I'm going through all the steps, Pam Norris, all the steps. I'm going through all of them. And now I start getting this information. It's in my intellect and it's in my awareness, and I start applying it. And I get so far in the book, and it's like, whoa, that's a lot of information. Who can relate to that? Who can relate to, listen, man, we've been doing this 28 weeks. I get it. I understand. But can you just tell me what it's thought? Come on now. Come on. Come on. Can you just tell me where to start? If you can just tell me, how many of you want to just pull me to the side and say, listen, man, boy, you're smart. But can you just, just talk to me real quick? Can you just tell me what to do so I can get that done? You understand what I'm saying? Well, that's kind of what today's class is going to be because I read the book and then I had to go back. Now, I've got running notes. Ever since I had an iPhone, I've been having an iPhone for quite some time now and you know the clouds just stay. So I have running notes of Think and Grow Rich over and over. And out the blue in my notes is what I'm gonna teach to you today. So I'm gonna put it in the chat. And so it could be in the chat for the future viewers. The formulation of a definite and practical plan. Sounds like we're going backwards, right? Sounds like we're going backwards. The formulation of a definite and practical plan. Here's a litmus test. You know, y'all know where we get that phrase from litmus with a, it's a strip and you put it, okay, all right, and you put it in something and it tests the purity or the toxicity of something. This is the purity or toxicity test of what you have retained thus far. This is comprehension. If you've ever been in college, and the professor says, all right, final exam. And someone like me goes, professor, is this final exam comprehensive? That means, do I got to study the whole book or just what you start teaching after the mid? <laughs> like, let me know, because I'm only going to do enough energy to get the grade that I want. I don't want to do nothing extra because you ain't my only professor. You, you understand what I'm saying? So this is the comprehensive exam if i was to ask any of you right now this is not a trick question and please don't you know don't feel bad but if i was to ask any of you right now who can tell me how to develop a practical well let me the formation how to formate a definite and practical plan who would be able to answer it's okay if you can hey tony i see you in the background 
Yes, tell them I'm speaking to in the background. Hey, we waving at you. From, from Texas to Maui. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now, think about that for a moment. Can you can you say now? Don't don't don't, don't admit it out loud because I don't mean to to embarrass you. What I want to show you is when we're learning stuff, we give our best effort and we do a great job. But sometimes we have holes in our knowledge. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. And I realized when I when I realized man, I'm holding I know I'm holding on something good, but I got holes everywhere. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. My knowledge is like it's like cheddar cheese. I got holes over here, here, there. Then I took the cheese grater on the cheddar cheese and I put more holes in it. And now I'm just dangerous enough to want to get started, but dangerous enough to get depressed when I do. I just want to talk to some real folk. That's all. I just, I just want to, I just want to talk to some real folk. The whole class is gonna be like this in this tone. We can understand it. I just want to talk to some folks that say, "Man, look, I got it, and I'm ready to try." But you know what? This is real. This is where I was, but I can't take another major loss. I just don't know if my heart can take it. Mm. I rub these chills off. So I'm thinking back to where I was mentally. And I remember saying, you know, I, I'm going to try. I know I am. But if it don't work this time, I'm done. I'm done. I just, just God take me. That may not be for everybody. And I'm going to get deeper for the folk. This ain't for all y'all. It's just for probably me and Jerome and Marjorie that we went through some stuff. You understand? It's just for us. You ever been so mad with life that you hope God sent somebody to knock you over the head and just take you out of here? This ain't for everybody. So some of y'all, you're too righteous for that. I get it. I get it. I, I know. I know. I know. And I don't mean to offend you. I'm just talking to the folks that really thought about suicide and was like, well, I'm not going to do it, but I don't mind if somebody else do it. It's a real place to be. It's a real place. I wish more people would talk about it. I wish more religious establishments would talk about it. I wish more coaches would talk about it because there's too many people doing police suicide and all sorts of stuff. All sorts of stuff, right? It's one of those things where we just, ah, and I was there. And what I decided to do was back up in the book and just summarize what was the most important part. Let me read this chat. We got some energy coming off this chat. I actually am three times suicide survivor. Look at Marjorie. That's what I'm talking about. And we can relate. Well, I can relate. I don't know if all of you can relate. But I, anyway. And, you know what? No, let me do it. I, I don't want to water it down. I remember trying to drink. Now, now Jerome, I'm from the hood. In the hood, there was two things. That was three things that was always in the kitchen. Number one, that SOS pad, because you know, <laughs> you know, you know, grandmother can cook, and that stuff she cooked, you couldn't wipe that off with no towel. You understand? No, no, you couldn't wipe it off with no towel. No, no, you had to scrub that thing first, knock the food off, then change the water. First off, you had to wash it last. 
So you understand? Yeah. You you better get them cups first. Come on now, I'm sorry. <laughs> get them cups and them glasses first, and them big pans you put with the silverware, and you knocked all that stuff off, and now your water don't even got no bubbles in it no more. It's just brown. <laughs> it's just hot brown water. You got you understand? Okay, all right, all right. Good. Now I'm talking. I know I got my crowd now. I'm talking to some real folks now. Okay. So we knocked that off. So you know the SOS pad was in there. The other thing that was in there is you better not be washing them dishes out no Clorox in that water. This is this this old school. I know y'all 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 you know y'all, you, you, you comment. She put comment in it. You know what? That's that's cool too. Speaking of comment, you need to let that comment sit. You understand? Let that comment sit around that tub for a little bit. Work and let that comment work, cause boy, you out there. It, it, get in, you smell like a dog. Get in here. You smell like a wet puppy. Anyway, that's that. Ajax, Ajax, yeah, yeah, Ajax. So we had the SOS pad, then we had Clorox. It wouldn't clean if you wasn't using Clorox. If I cleaned it, I had to go back and put on some Clorox and do it all over again. I'm talking about, I had the kind of grandmother that checked me when I got out the shower, Margie. So when I got in the shower, she checked me. You took a bath? Yes, ma'am. Let me rub them ankles. And she rubbed them ankles, Robin, and that skin get to falling off. Get your butt back in there. <laughs> All right. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to set this stage for you. Because I get up in there and I, I, I get wet. I have the illusion of being clean. So I can hurry up and get back out. Because I had to talk on that phone, four nine seven six five seven three five six. I still remember the phone number, Jerome. I still remember it was a home phone. You know the kind of home phone where you could pick up and listen to somebody the whole conversation. Come on now, you, you understand? You know we ain't had no three way and all that. You had to pay. That was extra. You had to pay extra for that three way stuff. We was poor folk. We just had that one way. You know you had to get off the phone, plug it into the fax machine. You understand? And then do that. All right. All right. So you you get the picture. So we had this SOS pad. And we had the Clorox, then we had the dishwashing liquid, the green one though. It wouldn't dishwash liquid with that green palm olive. You understand? And I remember being so sad because I'm adopted. This is all this is my adopted year. Got adopted at 14. And I remember going through the phases. I'm I'm tipping the back of Marjorie when she says she's three three times survivor. I'm just putting comedy in it because we're talking about suicide and I don't want to have all of you depressed. I remember my grandmother walking in on me because that's who adopted me and i'm 16 i'm like i'm just mad i'm just i'm just super mad my mom ain't came back from me my dad in jail and everybody picking on me you know what and and they say i got a big nose i remember that i used to if you said i had a big nose we was gonna fight we was gonna fight i'm just telling you that right now i know y'all ain't got the problem but over here wide nose land i had some problems okay this, this ain't no you understand? I can breathe in another city, sitting right here. You understand? I can do that right now. <laughs> I can do that right now, okay? <laughs> I can do that right now. I'm breathing Houston out right now. I'm 50 miles away right now, okay? <laughs> and she catches me trying to drink dishwashing liquid. And she says something to me so cold, Jerome. Ah. She said something to me so cold and changed my perspective. She said, boy, in the calmest, tempest voice, you so smart. 
you know you can drink dishwashing liquid and kill yourself. And you're not smart enough to live? <laughs> Come on, I'm too young to say that. I'm too young. I'm too young to say stuff like that. She understood that I, <laughs> you can smell the chicken in California. That's it. I can smell the chicken in California. I sure can. That's a, that's a wide nose right there. I'm telling you, right? <laughs> now it just looks good with my glasses on my face. Yeah. But I, I understood that if I drink, the bubbles would come up and I would get stuck. And right? It's, it's, it's bubbles. It's soap. And she said, boy, you can't be that smart to do suicide in this original way and not be smart enough to live. So I want to encourage you, I'm, I'm off script right now, but I want to encourage you, if you are in that place of suicide, please know that's how smart you are. And you're also smart enough to live. Now, my grandmother said that. Rest her soul. She, I think I got her. She right here. Look, look. I know y'all don't know I got tattoos, but that's her right there. That's her right there. That's her face right there. She got so mad at me, Jerome, when I got this on me. She got so mad. She said, look, she, I, went, got a, I got my first tattoo at 16 because I was grown. And I got the second one at 16 and a half because I was grown. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. She's like, yeah, wait, hold six months. <laughs> and then the third one I got was this big one on uh, her face. She said, you ruining your temple. God don't like that. And I showed it to her. She said, well, I like that one. <laughs> I like that one. But don't do that no more. <laughs> to say, payback is coming. Yes, my kids will give me some help. Because I showed up, gave her help. And sure, I know it. 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 But I just want to encourage you, if you are in that place, please know you're smart enough. Now, even though I'm still on subject, let's get back to the more myopic part of the subject. Now, review the subject. This is where I was. I'm reading Think Girl Rich and I'm broke. Can I, can I really say it the way I want to say it? I'm reading Think Girl Rich and I'm broke as hell. I'm broke. Margie, here's what happened. I swear, I promise you, this is what happened. I took $300 out the ATM. I had $120 in there. Y'all ain't heard me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is overdraft, this joint. I need to go to this conference. I had two I had two shirts left that I borrowed because I well, I lost everything in the hurricane, and I convinced the people that invited me I was in the hotel. I slept in the car. I slept in the car for three, and I ain't the only one on here that did it. I ain't the only one that chased the dream so much that you fake in the hotel, <laughs> sleeping in the car, just to chase your dream. It's cold in Dallas in October too. Let me tell you, it is that that's North Texas. That ain't that, that's that's not the same as South Texas. It don't get cold out here to January, and it's like cold for three days, and then it go back to being summer again. But up there, they got tornadoes, and it's snow up there. If it's snow down here, we cancel at school because even the teachers want to go outside and play the snow. <laughs> I'm telling you, it don't snow down here. We got palm there's a palm tree growing in my back backyard of this office right now. It's, just, it's native to Galveston. It just, it just is. And I go, man, I'm reading this book. But I'm broke. They told me this book was going to make me rich, and I'm broke. And I've been reading it for years. Something I must not be <clears throat> So I went back, and I said, hi, right, what's the main part of this book? 
thinking. Got it. Okay, thinking. Then I went back and I said, all right, it's got to be something else. It's the main part. What else is in this book? The definite purpose. Okay, all right. So I got thinking and I got to have a purpose. So what else did I learn up until all this book? And it's the plan. Let me pause right there. Because I got to admit to you, like everybody else, never had a plan for my life. Never. First off, I ain't expect to live past 30. I didn't. I ain't expect to live past 30. I don't know a single person from the hood that lived past 30. Galveston is a tourist island. It's just like, like Cancun. You got Galveston, you got Corpus Christi. And that's it. You, If you live in Galveston, you came here to retire or you're poor. The middle class is the money that comes through with the tourism. So you either trying to cut somebody to live or you locked up in a gated community trying not to get cut. That's it. And boom, here I am broke and it dawned on me. Main point of this book is to think a definite plan and work it. It dawned on me. So years, my attempt here for this class is to not have you take years. So here are my notes, and I just took them from the book. I just took them from the book. That's that's why. And my, I have a. In fact, I'm, I'm gonna share with you. I'm gonna share my screen real quick because I want to show you how weird my notes are. Okay, here are my notes. These are my notes. This is how I've been teaching this class. This thing, Grow Rich. I found the website sometime later. Can y'all see this? Okay, I found a website. In fact, I'll post this website in the chat. Well, I, when, once, when I stop sharing my screen, I'll post it in the chat for you. I found the website. And it kind of, I think it got the book completely written out. I don't even know. I, I ain't clicked the website in maybe eight years or something. So I don't even know. But I'm pretty sure it's still up. And the main thing I got, the first thing for me, is whatever the mind can conceive, believe it can achieve. That, that was me saying, all right, this is what the book's trying to tell me. Then I got this goal statement. And if you think about it, this is how I taught this class. I got this goal statement. By the first day, excellent. This is for me. Like, y'all are reading, y'all are attending a thing or a rich class that made me rich. Because it's my notes. It's my notes. I don't have no handouts. You know, no help from no, you know, Christian store or something. You know, no workbook. It's me. This is my principles, how I got here. Mm -hmm. Then I got the 13 principles. It, it, this is you tell how my brain works. Before you get into all this detail, man, just give me what's up front. This is me talking to myself. Mm -hmm. Me talking to myself. Then I got the chapter one. You can see it here, chapter one. Now I have the dark theme. You know what? Hold on, y'all. That's my fault. If you're going to be a professional speaker, let me give you a general rule because I just broke the general rule. <clears throat> whenever you use a PowerPoint, oh, <clears throat> whenever you use a PowerPoint, you need to take the age of the audience and then double it, and that should be your font size. Okay, your font should be the, the eight right now. The average age of my audience right now is, let's say, 
35, let's say 40. So I should put this on front 80 if it was going to be, if I was going to be on stage. Mm-hmm. Everybody follow me? Mm-hmm. So right now I'm breaking a super corner rule. So I'm just going to put this on 48. Now you can see it better. You see it? So I'm sharing my screen to see it better now. Whatever the mind can see, you see all that, right? Is this in a way? Can you see this with my little, is this, can y'all see this? Mm-hmm. All right, so that's in a way. So I lay it down like that. And there you go. Now, now, now we can have a better conversation. Here's the link. Don't worry about it. I'm going to copy this link in the chat. Here's the quote. Here's the goal statement by the first day. It's all in the book. Mm-hmm. And then here's the 13 principles. Here's chapter one. I mean, excuse me, well, principle one. Just depending on what book you have. I got some stuff bolded, et cetera. And then it's more stuff bolded. And then the formula for building burning desire. And then, you know, it just goes out. Principle two. And then I get to principle three, right? And then it just going on and on and on and on and on. Now, let me, for a moment, or let me just scroll down. This, that's principle eight. I just saw real quick. Principle 10, sex transmutation. This is stuff I just did over the years. Genius has developed to the sixth sense, all that good stuff. Now, what you're going to see is, so after principle 12, and you'll see why I taught y'all the 31 causes of failure last week. Mm-hmm. It's because, oh, I went too far. Oh, no, no. Here's the book. And then I went, all right, here's my goal statement again. I'm looking, it's actually too big to follow along. 31 causes of failure. Because mm-hmm. it's in my notes that way. Because I need to know what was stopping me. And after the 31 causes of failure that I taught you all last week, it's this. You get it? Mm-hmm. For me, it's how I process things. And the first thing here is I'm going to read it to you. I believe that I will have this money in my possession. Actually, you know what? Let me stop that real quick. Because that is what I'm going to teach. And that's how we're going to talk. So let me change this front back to something normal so I can see it. Mm-hmm. All right, there we go. Now that it's not at font size 50, I can do something with it. Here we go. Post this in the chat for you all. Here's the website I used, I don't know, six, seven years ago. I have no idea. I haven't been there, but feel free to click it. It's, It's yours. It's not mine. I didn't create it. Now, let's break this down line by line. Because it meant something to me and I didn't know it. Here's the first line. I believe that I will have this money in my possession. Let's just stop right there. Most of you are not doing that. I need you to process this real quick. You have an opportunity to make money. And you're stuck in the prayer part. So the money never comes. At this moment, I am going to break this down as much as I possibly can. You're stuck in prayer. And you're stuck in believing. But the prepositional phrase that ends this sentence is, in my possession. That's now receiving Prayer is one part of the battle. Receiving what you prayed about before you get it is another part. Mm 
And it's the hardest part. Let's bring up Christianity for a second. There was a poor lady from the hood named Mary. And an angel came to Mary and said, you, you somebody. Mary's response was, I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to conceive a child that will save the world. And before Mary got pregnant, she ran to another town and told her cousin about the joy of the pregnancy she didn't even have yet. I just said a whole lot. She didn't celebrate when the child was born. She celebrated nine months before. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. (laughs) How many of you are celebrating your victory in your business right now? Because it takes courage to celebrate a pregnancy you ain't even pregnant with yet. Now think about the ramifications. She didn't say, oh, people are going to think something wrong with me. They're going to think I sleep around. Instead of receiving the doubt, she received in her possession the riches. Now let's take it out of Christianity. Let's put it into practicality. All of you that I'm looking at right now, and it's a lot of you, if you don't get your act together and start receiving right now what you have been promised to receive, you're not going to get it. It's not going to happen. She wants me to repeat again for the notes. If somebody put down some life hacks, oh, yeah, I like, I like that website. See, I had no idea the thing girl Rich was in it. If you don't, how many of you right now are believing in six figures? Stop believing. Stop it right now. You don't got to keep believing. You start receiving six figures. See? Y'all missed it. I don't drive. If you see me driving a car, somebody done died. Or I just ain't got no option. In the last three years, I've maybe driven 10 times. You know why I don't drive? Has nothing to do with me being lazy or arrogant. I decided three years ago, I want a billion dollars. And in my head, billionaires don't drive. Then I stopped driving. How about that? Y'all ain't hearing me. Y'all ain't him. You know, you know, you, I stopped driving three years ago. I'm serious. Start Ubering and everybody's like, nah, I'll take you. Believing in a billion dollars that I would nowhere near close to. I'm not telling you got to be that radical, but I'm a pretty radical person. I do silly things. I'm an all-in type of brother. If I'm going to fight you, 
I'm going to fight you. It's going to be all in. You're going to say, why he act like that? <laughs> if I'm going to forgive you, I'm going to all the way forgive you. And you're going to say, why he act like that? How he act like that? Either way, if, if I'm on a diet, I'm all the way on that diet. If I'm working out, it's too much working out. It's too much. It's too much. If it's a suit, it's a nice one. If I'm eating a burger, it's a triple meat. Give me all the poison. Anything I do, I do all the way. And what all of you need to do is start receiving your blessing all the way. I'm trying to help somebody. I'm going to give you normally, if you're new to this class, it'll be some dialogue going back and forth. But we ain't there yet for this one, okay? I, I, I just take your notes. And let me push my points. And then we're going to open it up because we got to talk for a little bit. We got to absolutely talk. The problem with people who believe in a source outside of them, which is nothing wrong with that, that's a spiritual source, that's God, is you get stuck in believing mode. You ask, you believe, and you never receive. You never shift to receiving. I'm going to teach you how to receive. Ask is what you call prayer. If you're, you know, spiritual or, or religious or anything like that. Or you wrote it down with a definite purpose and plan. Yeah? Yeah? Okay. Believing already happened before you wrote it down because you wouldn't have wrote it down if you didn't believe you could at least have the possibility. Believing also makes you do something about what you wrote down. But after that, Talisha, get out of that. Start acting like what you wrote down. I'm, I'm helping somebody, Grace. I, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I'm, I'm helping somebody. You, you need to start acting like whatever the heck you wrote down right now. If you are a celebrity to the stars, you better start acting like it. If you're a celebrity to the stars and you're still taking clients on payment plans, you ain't going to never be a celebrity to the stars. I'm trying to help somebody. You can't coach people on a payment plan and say that you are a celebrity coach. Can't do it. Can't do it, Chantel. Can't do it. Some of y'all need to fire your current clients. You need to fire your current customers. They are keeping you in prayer and believing mode. I saw a post from one of the guys in the bureau. He tagged me in his group. He said, I just signed my first major deal. I almost want to go to the group. I just signed my first major deal. And Antonio is the reason I did it because he told me I better raise my prices. Yeah, you know. This man raised his prices and somebody took him serious. Look, some of y'all not being taken seriously because your prices are a joke. This is what it is. Because you haven't believed in the dollar amount you want. 
So you know what you do? You discount yourself. And then you let other people discount you. Because you're stuck in the asking. And you're stuck in believing. Here's how you receive, Talisha. Imagine me virtually walking to you right now. And I give you my cell phone to have. Okay? Actually, you know what? I'll change that. Let's make this real. We're going to make this real. We're going to make this real. Let's roll. Yes, virtually send that to me. Two. Three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's a thousand dollars. Now I want you to this is a thousand dollars. Okay? It's got the little American blue strip on there, whatever it is. <clears throat> How many of you, if I hand this to you, would have trouble receiving it? Come on, somebody help me out. Would not, if, me. Um, not you? Okay. If I walk up to you, Talisha, and I do this, I want you to unmute your mic, Talisha. Please show us what you would do if I do this. I, I, you're too slow. You lost it. You you believing in praying too much. You believing in praying. That's all right. You believing in praying. Stop it. Stop it. Jerome, mute your mic. Uh, unmute your mic. Okay? Here we go. Here I am. Uh-huh. It's in my hand. Yeah. If I do, okay, okay. You know what? Come on over here. Look, look. All yeah. right. Never mind, Jerome. Go. Grace want to do it. Come on over here, Grace. Okay. I want y'all to pay attention to something. Pay attention to something. Here it is. Come, 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 come. Now watch this here. I want y'all to see this here. Okay? Now watch this here. Don't even take it with excitement. Just receive it. Y'all see that? So I'm trying to lift your hand up a little high. I'm going to do it again. Here we go. In my hand. Go ahead. Thank you very much. I so appreciate it. <laughs> I'm going to need that back, though. I'm going to need that back. All right. Now, think about that for a second. Did Grace have to pray about receiving? I'm getting ready to open it up for discussion. Ken, Ken says nope. Did Grace use muscles? Excuse me. Did she use a lot of muscles to receive? Come on, Marjorie's getting it. When you are in receiving mode, your body is relaxed and it don't take faith to receive. I'm trying to help somebody, Daryl. I'm trying to help somebody. When, if, if you receive from me, it does not take you. Did Grace go? Hold on. Let me ask God first. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, some of y'all are using prayers procrastination. I got to give it to you. You you just you're praying too much. Once you get past prayer, you need to just open your hand and receive. And if you got to walk around with your hand out all day, eventually something that you won't gonna fall in it. Did you hear me, Jerome? Am I making this? Am I making the plane? I'm making the plane. Okay. All right. It takes no effort to receive. 
Tempest taught all of this a couple of two weeks ago. This next thing I'm about to say. If you think working hard for money is the only way to get money, you will only get money when you're working hard. That's a show slap in the face, ain't it? If I give Shannon money, all Shannon got to do is receive. Do you see how easy the receiving process is? You can't receive with a tense body. I'm trying to make it real plain. You cannot receive with a tense body. You can't create in stress. You will only create stress, but you cannot create the $1,000 you're praying for. Is this making sense? I'm, 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 I'm breaking down as plain as possible. Napoleon Hill starts off saying, hmm, I believe that I will have this money in my possession. Jim Rome says, if you're going to have a million dollars, it's best you become a millionaire. I just, I can't quote him without doing that, ever. I can't, no matter any of his quotes, I just can't, you know, me and Daryl were talking that day about art. Yeah, Just do it. Oh, hey, hey, Art, I'm thinking about going back to school. Good. Do it. <laughs> I really got to listen to that. <laughs> Wonderful. Just do it. You must put your body and mind in a relaxed receiving state. That's it. When you ask, that's a lot of work, but that's part of the process. When you believe, it's a lot of work, but that's part of the process. But once you finish believing, <laughs> Damn it, play. Too much. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was too good. But the Bible says, pray without ceasing. Has that worked out for you? Not the Bible. The Bible works. Maybe we've gotten that a tad bit out of context. Okay? <laughs> Maybe. Damn. <laughs> Maybe, maybe we got that out of context. Honestly, anytime, I want all of you right now to think about the biggest life-changing blessings you've ever received. When you actually got them, what state of mind were you in? <clears throat> A preacher in my town had an anniversary, and I missed his anniversary Sunday. Well, yesterday I went, dropped him off, some money and i said sorry i'm late and it's not usually it's not my usual big amount of money i get i normally give him a huge big amount so i gave him half of this huge big amount and he says <laughs> you gotta you gotta know him to receive it this way he leans back in his chair because well reverend um the thing about unexpected money this is always on time <laughs> That's an old folk wisdom. That missed my young folk. <laughs> okay. 
You get some unexpected money, it always come on time. It ain't never late. It's right when it was supposed to show up. Last thing, and we'll open up for discussion. If you are tense, you've got some signs. You grind your teeth. That back part of your neck always hurt. Don't blame it on reading books. That's true for some of you. It's true for some of you. You know, Shannon looks up. So, so me, me and Shannon read these books that make me hurt. So Shannon, read your book like this here next time. That's what I gotta be doing. You gotta read it like this here. Working on a paper. Now she ain't working on a paper. She's working on a doctoral paper. Them, them, them 20,000 words just to submit it to see if you on the right path. Mm. 20,000 words you got to submit just for them to tie it up. Yeah. Your body is, has, it has signs of tenseness. Time. You're grinding your teeth. You, you're 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 stressed all the time. You got headaches you can't explain. You have illnesses all the time. And I'm not saying anything's wrong with this. What I'm telling you is your body has been around here six million years, at least according to science. It's been evolving without you. From generation to generation, it has passed out information. That's the information. This is how when you're a baby, you know I must swallow to eat. You know this. You, you know, you don't you're not born and then you go to newborn orientation. You don't have new infant orientation. Hey, here's how we're gonna breathe. Do you believe in breathing? I'm talking to you church folks now. <laughs> do you believe in breathing? Yes. Do you accept that your lungs work? <laughs> do you accept your, your mom and father as your Lord and Savior? Right? Hey, ain't no new infant orientation. You come here already knowing how to survive. Your body's smarter than you. And if your body is showing signs of stress or tension, you are not creating the reality that's worthy of you. Let's pause here. Let's talk. In your own way, whoever, ask a question, say what you learned, spark a conversation, but you got the floor. Don't matter. Let's hear it. You didn't say a lot, Reverend. First off, no, but the, when you asked where were you when that big thing happened for you that you desired, I tell anybody, the biggest thing that happened for me was when I retired. Uh, and the state of mind I was in was a calmness because I knew it was coming. I knew, who was it? Okay, this is 19. I knew July <laughs> 2017 that I was, I was done. And so I just went in, didn't tell anybody, minding my business, didn't tell anybody until there was time to, you know, renew your contract. And that's when everybody found out, which is like two months before school was out. But I knew that, that I was I was gone. I was done. And it was just a calmness because I talked to you almost every day about it. And you was like, hey, I need you to relax. What are you still grabbing at these kids for? You about to get up out of there. You, this is supposed to be your world tour, your, your ending tour, you know. And so when I finally listened and, and took that to heart, 
you know, it's, it, it's like nothing bothered me anymore um, because I knew I was about to go and embark on a journey that I wanted to, um, something that was that I wanted to do something for me. The hardest part, and I told, I told uh, Antonio, Deanna, and Bryant this today, the hardest part I had to do was to tell my parents that I was retiring at 37. I love my parents for life. And these, this is my support. These are my support, my supporters and everything I do. But it was like, when you have parents that tell you, hey, go to school, get a good job, get good benefits, then it gets you kind of nervous. But when I, when I was up to tell them, I had a peace. And I knew then, if I felt peace about it, that's the way to go. So, yeah, this, this thing actually works. Sure does. We're getting ready to call the next person, but let me first just say, you can't even have a baby tense. The natural formation of life, to give life, you must first relax. Mm, 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 mm. Talisa, I tried. <laughs> He, he tried. Yeah, yeah. You just tucking the baby in. That's all. That's, <laughs> that's all you do. That's all you do. If you're just on class, I showed my screen early and how I learned to grow rich. So we're not in the chapter. We're in a struggle in my life when I had to I had to come across and I had to recap it. Once I got past the brain chapter, I was lost. I was, was like, wow. I don't know what to do. I got all these knowledge, but I got holes in my knowledge. So we're talking about the formation of a definite plan, a definite and practical plan. And I walked through the steps of how I came to that position. And this is the first thing we're talking about, but I only got to the first line, the first sentence so far. <clears throat> Who's next? Who's the next person who wants to tell us what you, in your own way? Okay, Miss Marjorie wants to go. Go ahead, Marjorie. Unmute myself. Good evening, everybody. Uh, you know, it's really, it's really uh, uh, a great opportunity to share this because I'm one of those rare people who can actualize just about anything except money. Isn't that interesting? I mean, beautiful living areas, beautiful transportation, beautiful wardrobe, etc. So what I learned was that the reason I was not able to do that was because of a, an abusive paradigm as a little bitty child around money. Well, there were a lot of abuses, but one in particular was around money. And I kept living, unconsciously living this belief that I was unworthy, I was un, undeserving, that I could not actualize, keep money, grow money, et cetera. But because of this other thing, my knowing, my guide, my spiritual knowing, everything else, I actualized. That if I wanted to get married, I'd actualize a husband. That boop, boop, bam, there he was, you know, that kind of thing. Everything except that. And so what I've learned in the latter journey, especially with Think and Grow Rich, which I've read many years ago with uh, the Reverend Dr. Donnie Coleman, my spiritual mom, uh, God rest her soul. I learn now in, in just going over it all over again that I have a particular mission that will help other people understand 
the process and the process is unique for each of us and yet there are some basic um, things like the thinking and the purpose and the planning and having that formation that you just shared with us uh, from the book. And I, I feel very good about the fact of what I've been through so that what I teach will be genuine. And when I show up with it, like I've done with everything else and gotten rid of that paradigm, I can help countless people over the world, which is my heart's desire. So I'm very excited about getting to a new level of understanding around what caused it and how to get past it. Good stuff. Good stuff. That, I, you know what? I'm going to, Brian is on the same energy that you just said. So I'm going to let Brian, if you can talk, Brian, say what you said in chat, and then Robin, I'm coming to you next. Yeah, I can, I can talk. I was, as Antonio was speaking, I realized that. Okay. What? What'd I do? Uh, well, as Antonio was speaking, I realized that, and they were speaking about tension, and that hit me because he did something that I actually kind of enjoy doing. He called me last week doing it, and he said, you stressed out. <laughs> And I actually enjoy doing it. Enjoy it so much, my three-year-old does it. <clears throat> and I told him, I said, my three-year-old do it too. He said, because she's stressed out. But, and that's grinding my teeth. The three that I have, I still love grinding those three. <clears throat> you know, I'll grind, I'll grind those three because I enjoy it. But I realized I'm addicted to attention. And I constantly create situations to keep to put me in tension because that's what I want. That's what I desire. I desire tenseness. So I put myself on a pedestal to feel like I'm better than everybody to create tension, to constantly compete with everybody so I can be better mm. than everybody. Boy, that's wise. Did y'all hear that? Constantly thinks he's better than people so he can stay in that tension. He needs that back against his wall, his wall against his back. Some of you do that right now. How many of you say, I just perform well under pressure? Mm -hmm. You know what you do? You procrastinate and you wait until the last minute to create pressure so you can then perform well. That is insane. You could have just did it. <laughs> you could you could have just did it without the pressure. <laughs> There's another option too. You could have just actually got it done. <laughs> well, we do what we do. What is ever the X? Why do we do that? We do what we know. No matter how bad it's for our life, we know it. Let me give you a example of this. Me and Shannon are, what, is she still here? No, okay, Shannon. Let me, Daryl, here we go. I'm, 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 I'm making, I'm putting Daryl back in the same sex marriage I did the other day. All right, so me and, me and Daryl are dating. Daryl got this awareness, though, you know? That's what you're going to say. <laughs> 
Daryl's got this awareness. He said, "Look, man, my beard ain't my beard ain't for men." Okay. <laughs> Me and Daryl dating, and he's got this awareness I can't handle, Marjorie. He's always, you know, up there, and he do all that right stuff. And you know, I just, uh, you know, I don't want to go with him and his his crew at that banquet. You know, I don't want to do all that. So what I do. See you, MOD. I gotta start an argument with Daryl. Mm-hmm. It's either go to the banquet and rise up, but I'm not familiar with rising up. Wow. But I am familiar with me and him going toe to toe. I know how to cover a black eye. I'm familiar with that. I'm familiar with being mad for three days. So I do what I'm familiar, and the best person who ever said this is this long time ago clip when I first started teaching this class like four years ago. I was talking about Tempest, and she said something to me that blew my mind. We was having a one-on-one conversation I had brought up in the opening. She was saying this well, maybe five years ago, how she loved her comfort zone. And I couldn't understand. I wasn't trying to change her. I'm like, Hey, tell me why you, I, I would love for science to know this. And she said, and I'll never forget this, because I know how to deal with the stuff in my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's to this day, it is equally as powerful when she first said it. I'm not going to stretch, not today, you know, that's, this is a whole different person. Right? But she said, I would rather deal with the familiar then stretch and have no plan. Mm. And that's why we do it, MOD. That's why we do it. I'll just from Robin and then I'll add some more meat on the bone. Oh, let, me, let me read this chat real quick. We do not express what we do not yet have, have a deep awareness of. We can hear it, but not know it. We will know when we know and it will show up. She's right, that's awareness. She's talking from awareness, that's Marjorie's coming. Awareness, good stuff. Let's go, Robert. Okay. Hello. Hey, y'all hear me? Loud and clear. Okay. So this, um, the topic is so crazy because at first I'm, I'm listening and I'm like, okay, I'm receiving everything. And then like it hit me. I'm just like, wow, I learned this when I was five years old and I wasn't she would lose her keys or something in the house and she was like have you seen my keys and i'm like no and then she would walk around she'd say well let's call the keys and i would look at her like are you crazy i'm not gonna call your keys the keys can't hear us we're not gonna find the keys like god is not just gonna put the keys out of thin air like for us to find it and she would say no noony if you call the keys they will come to you and i'm just like that's crazy so at five years old, she had me walking around the house calling the keys. And then I remember saying, like, we can't find the keys. Keys, we can't find you. And she said, don't say you can't find the keys. Tell the keys to find you. And so we walk around the house. And I'm like, okay, keys, I need you to find me. I know where I'm at. And so it was like a Marco Polo thing with the keys. And the next thing you know, she was like, okay, I got it. And I'm like, what in the world? And so now here I am, older, I walk around and I call things. If I 
lost them. Or at the same time, something that I don't have. For instance, like money. I might not have a certain amount of money that I'm looking for at the time. And I'll say, don't say that. I, I'll tell myself, don't say you don't have the money. Just tell the money that you need it to come to you. You'll say like, hey, money, I need you to come to me. Obviously, you don't hear me. And that's why you're not near me. And I would say that like three or four times. And then a client would call me. Uh, something will happen where money has to come into my hands. And, but my aunt taught me that just from with the keys. And she taught me that with money. But I thought it was a joke she played on me. She was like, well, say that you're looking for money and the money will come to you. And we would go to the store and the guy would give me the ice cream for free or something like that. And I'm like, she told the guy that to have me believing in this. But now that I'm looking back at things, I'm like, she was trying to teach me this when I was five years old. That's, uh, this is though, this is just really crazy for me. So I just, I don't know. I just, I felt like I just needed to like let that out. But that's really, that's real. And so the, the other thing I want to say about um, the receiving, I did that exercise with my nephew two days ago. I gave him a dollar and he wasn't going to take it. And I said, why won't you take the dollar? And so I took it back and I went to go give it to him again. And he still wasn't taking it. He wasn't receiving, wasn't taking with nothing. And so I said, well, why won't you take the dollar? And he said, well, I didn't earn it. And so I won't, I can't, I don't take anything I don't earn. I said, what makes you think you didn't earn it? If I'm not, if I was giving it to you, it's because you earned it. And you, and I'm still like giving it to him. He still wouldn't take it. And I was like, oh my God, just the, the conditioning from the things that we're taught in school, our parents or things like that. And I'm like, I got to be around him more to retrain his brain into knowing like you receive it. And he's 11. But I did the same exercise with his younger brother, who is two. And I said, yeah, Mia. And he just received it with no, no, like he, like he knew it belonged to him. And he put it in his pocket. And that was that. So, yeah, like, I get it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two-year-old ain't been beat up by grown-ups yet. He, he ain't been taught money don't grow on trees and all that stuff yet. That's absolutely done. It's great. I'm glad you added that comment. I'm going to let Talisha chime in real quick, and then we'll move on. She sent me a private message. She got something to say. There she go. Hey, let me hear from you, Talisha. Um, unnecessary tears are coming out of my eyes, and it's no emotion attached. It's just tears, and I can't, I don't, I can't, I don't know how to explain it. But anyway, well, um... <laughs> Hold on, Rippin. Hold on, hold on, hold on, because you, you just said something really good. So before you get to your question, let's break down these tears. What those tears feel like? Like I'm releasing something, but I can't, I can't mm. really. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, everybody. Unmute your mic. You need to clap for Talisha right, right now. I'm going to tell you why. Mike. Good job. Good job. I sure appreciate you. Good job. Good job. Hold on real quick. Yeah, no, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. I'm your mic, Kalisha. That's real good stuff. Here is, you, she said, I have unnecessary, let's call them unexplained tears. That's source you. Source you. See, the original language was vibration. That, that's, that's the original language, vibration. You can even find that, and, you, and I, I love to kind of raise the awareness of, of Christians. 
but I, I can do it with any book, but y'all are mostly Christian. Remember when God was talking so loud, the vibrate almost, you get it? He said, they say, hey, don't let him talk. It was, it was vibration. The, the, the genius in you that knows everything just celebrated whatever happened inside your brain. And it communicated to you the best way possible, which is that vibration of relief. But before you get to your question, I'm going to need you to receive as of this moment, you not the same. There you go. All right. Didn't mean to interrupt you, but I wanted you, I didn't want you to run over. I didn't want you to run over source. Okay. Okay. Did you ask your question? That helped MOD too. She over there, like she's shopping. All right. <laughs> Looking like Janet Jackson with your hat on over there. MOD. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Um, what what I'm about to say to you, I need help understanding. That's my question. Is that if that makes okay. sense? Okay. Yep. So, I there is this person I met who was like he was over the Grammy Awards and stuff like that, and I only met him one day. I was not expecting this. The thing is, when we got to talking, he said, Talisha, I just received $24,000 just showed up in my bank account. And in my head, I was like, okay, like, well, why are you telling me this? I don't, you know, I didn't understand. And then he said, I don't need it. And I was like, okay. And then he said, Talisha, what would you do? If somebody handed you $24,000 and I just, I was like, give it away. I said, because it wasn't mine from the beginning with to have. And I think that's where, I don't know. I just, and then when you tried to hand me something virtually, I was mm, like, who me? look at the universe. I was like, who me? This is for me. Like, mm. Um, and then every time I, like literally two days ago, remember I told you I, I find dimes two days ago, another dime show. Uh -huh. and, and I, I'm just, I'm not, I still don't understand it. And then it's just, I don't know. And then this event is coming up mm -hmm. and this lady, the lady that I'm, I'm partnering with, she said, I have about 10 people who can get $500 each. And she said, but they're giving it to the scholarship. So in my head, I automatically, she didn't present my portion correctly. So my, what I'm thinking in my head is I need to go up there, uh, come day of the event, because we're having speakers and stuff, to go up there and explain to them why I'm doing this event. Because if someone else tell your story, they ain't gonna tell it right. And they're not gonna be towards what you're trying to do. So right now, all this money stuff, this money talk right now is just, I wrote all this down. I have a, a treasure yeah. box with all my dreams and stuff and I'm, I'm confused. I'm, I need help. I don't understand this. Here's the beautiful part. You don't even need help. You were supposed to be in this class. Mm -hmm. 
from the money. And I said, now what made me say, oh, no, no, you wait too long. You were supposed to receive that. And everything Robin said was for you. Everything from the two-year-old, like every single thing Robin said was completely for you. I so want to say something right there. Yeah, what Robin, Robin said about the two-year-old, I was mm -hmm. told every time growing up is, if you find, I don't care if you find a dime or a dollar in this house, you give it to me. It's not yours. Mm. Yep. 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 This is, so let, let me pause right here and let me just tell all of you because I, I, it happens all the time. And I say it and I get in trouble for it every time I say it. Every time I say I get in trouble for it, I do. But I'm going to keep saying it because it's the truth. I've coached hundreds, if you talk to small groups, hundreds of thousands of people. I mean, hundreds of thousands of people and I find out the same thing every time. In most cases, no, excuse me, 100% of the cases of the people who are affected with low self-esteem or money issues, their parents accidentally passed on to them low self-esteem. Mm -hmm. They did the best they could with what they had. I, I say that with respect. But we learned from our first teachers. And they were there for a long time. And you growing up in foster care, right? Right, Felicia? So you like me, but you had some folk that gave you bad habits. I ran away. I said this the other day, I never had nobody tell me money don't grow on trees. Never. I didn't start hearing that till I was grown. I just always thought money was mine. I did, so I just got it. Illegally sometimes, right? I had to, I had to check my motive, <laughs> you understand? But I always got it. Whenever I needed it, I always got it. When I was homeless, I just needed 75 cents. Let me talk to my old folk real quick to get some of the moon pies. <laughs> Jerome know what I'm talking about. All I needed was two vanilla moon pies. And I'd go to the public water fountain and drink all that water till my stomach starts shaking with water in it. And the moon pies would expand to my fingers. And I'd be full for a whole night. All I wanted was 75 cents. But I got it every day and the more i got the more i wanted more now back to your thing you need help with you don't need help <laughs> what you need is to receive by your saying the universe keeps trying to tell you girl you better receive you keep passing over dimes tempest teaches us around here don't walk over money tempest i'm, I'm I'm muting the mic real quick because I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do it justice. I'm not going to do it justice. Tempest, mm -hmm. tell us why you don't pass up money and then what the universe says if you do pass it up. If you walk over a penny, what happens? If you walk over a penny, you're telling the universe you don't need anything. So it doesn't give you what you ask for because it's testing you with the penny. It's testing to see your humility, if you are willing to bend down to get to your dreams. And if you walk wow. over it, you're walking over your dreams. I'm so glad I didn't talk right there. <laughs> so glad I didn't talk right there. <laughs> so glad I didn't talk right there. You weren't, you had a divine connection unlocked for you. 
See, Robin's feeling me right now. He had a divine connection. Every time we get to a certain point with, you know, universe says, all right, boom, it's your time now. Your time to shine. Divine connection walk up on you. I ain't trying to sleep with you. I ain't trying to do none of that. I got this 24,000. I don't even need it. <laughs> what would you do? You, you would test it. Tempest said you walked over, right? You, you wouldn't bend down for your dreams, and you wouldn't receive your dreams. Come on, Robin. I feel your energy real quick. Come on, Robin. I just did that this morning. Oh, my God. There was a rusty, oh, I still got it in my back pocket right now. There was a rusty, rusty old penny on the ground. And I was getting my tires changed. And I was like, you know, you always pick up every penny, dime, whatever you see on the ground. But this one is the most rustiest penny that I've seen. And I was like, ain't nobody picked this penny up. And I was like, but I want to receive it so bad. And I was like, but they're going to be like, why is she picking up the penny up? I said, Robin, it's yours. Take the damn penny. Pick it up. And I said, it is yours. And I took it and I put it in my pocket. And I was like, I will never, ever from this day forward doubt when there I see go. that it is mine. I will always receive it without any doubt at all. But that was the first time in probably almost a year that I had a, that doubt in my mind about receiving something that I found, you know, the penny that I found on the ground. But, yeah, oh, man, that just happened to me this morning, y'all. Mm, that's yeah. good. So appreciate you. That's good. That's good. Y'all hear that energy? I feel, I feel it. That energy. I feel it. That energy. Now, Talisha, concisely, let's not wrap it up, but let me give you what you need. You just need to relax and receive what's yours. It's that simple. And it keeps the lesson keeps coming up. So you the one who said it. It keeps coming up. It keeps coming up. So let me give you great comfort. And I want all of y'all to hear the comfort I'm about to give Talisha. You didn't miss that twenty-four thousand dollars. I know you think you did. You didn't miss it. You didn't miss it. It was a $24,000 lesson that you will remember forever, and you'll never miss another $24,000 again. Never. And it's still an opportunity that $24,000 available for you. There are no mistakes. You just need to have this conversation. To, you needed to pass up that $24,000 in your humility air quotes, so you can receive this conversation in your humility today. Had you not passed up that $24,000, you wouldn't even say nothing. And you wouldn't realize how blessed you're about to be. So right now, do me a favor, everybody. Michelle Washington, you're next. Do me a favor. Unmute your mic. And I want you to just pour into Talisha right now. Come on, give it to us. All right, come on, come on. Come on. Receive it. Receive it. It's yours. It's yours. Good. You're worth it. Yeah, yeah. They say it's helping them change his thoughts. Thank you, thank you, everyone. No, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Good stuff. Good stuff. I'm proud of you, kid. Very proud of you. Good stuff. Now. I want you all to receive something before I call on Michelle Washington. I want you to receive something that Daryl always says, and this is the first time I caught it. He always says it because, because when you when you are the the leader of the 
the the the flop you don't get to see your impact you know what i'm saying and god know better he know not to show me what i do he know oh he know I, my britches to get real big talisha he, he know he he know you know keep me in the dark you know close my eyes make me think i ain't doing that so i keep trying he know if i can sing y'all now i can hold my note in my key jerome you understand as long as I'm in my key, well, I can make it work, Marjorie. I can make it work. I can make it work. He lied. He can really sing. <laughs> but when you want me to so sing, when are we gonna do a duet? Oh Lord, you got you got put me in E flat though. I can't. I can't. You, you look, look. I I can't do C. That C is too sweet for me. It's too sweet. It's too sweet. <laughs> but <laughs> I can sing, and. It's something that I don't enjoy to do. You get it? God understood for me. Don't let him sing too much. That boy ain't gonna coach nobody. He gonna be out there <laughs> with a guitar, <laughs> some flip flops, and a seashell in my head with some dreams. <laughs> look, I, I, look, I would do so many. I would do push-ups every commercial break, Pam Norris. I'm gonna have that body tight because I got that voice. And I ain't gonna be no good to society. <laughs> he knew. And, and the reason I want to bring it up because sometimes we are asking for stuff we're not ready to handle. Mm-hmm. Having the voice where I where I came from with the ladies would have made me real arrogant. You understand? It's real. Where I come from, I know y'all say, but me, you know, I can't handle that. Some of y'all praying for a million dollars. But the universe, no, all you're going to do is be in hotels. Come on now. Come on, we can be real. Y'all grown. Y'all grown. You know that. All you're going to do is some of y'all, some of y'all got some habits so big, you have a million dollar habit as soon as you become a millionaire. That's why Jim Rohn, I'm not going to use his voice this time, says that you're going to be a millionaire. I mean, go have a million dollars, you need to grow out to a millionaire. Good job, Felicia. I would go, I would personally go back to that person with the $24,000 and just strike a conversation. So, hey, you know what, man? It's been on my mind. And I believe that you are a divine connection and that you had money for me to help people. And just start from there. Just start from there. Just start from there. Now, before I get to Michelle Washington, here's what's going to happen, y'all. Talisha's like, yeah, that's right. It sounds good. And then I'm not going to be in her ear no more. And that subconscious gonna say, "Don't ask him that. Don't do that. Don't do it that way." When that happens, Talisha, thank you, but I'm gonna ask you. <laughs> just acknowledge and move on. Okay, just handle that objection like you're a great salesperson, or you be like me, "Shut up, boy." I, I talk to myself like that. I'm 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 pretty schizophrenic inside my head. I'm cool on camera, but in my head, I'd be talking to myself. I'd be talking to myself. Tempest calls me random. Come on, Michelle. Let me hear from you before I start showing how cuckoo I am on this camera. Oh, no, you're not cuckoo. Uh, <laughs> I, I just want to say hello, everyone. I was late hey, on the hello. call because I didn't. I, I was late on the call because I didn't see the call. And so before, I mean, after Robin started talking and then after the young lady just started talking. I was sitting here 
And Source said, everything that I've been through was well, to teach me humility. Mm. And so Temper said, humility. I'm just overjoyed because if mm. I can be honest, because it's the only thing that I know. Mr. Smith, mm-hmm. the short time I have met you, I know the value of what you have and what you've given me. If I never learn anything else, you've given me the ability to dream again. My child was in the hospital, and I thank God for Daryl Dillahunty and the crew, my family, my tribe. We thought my daughter had cancer, but she didn't. I started praying my baby could not breathe. I broke my toe. Y'all should have seen me. Scary to the, I mean, just walk, almost run to the nurse. I said, my child can't breathe. She needs you. I knew that she was going to be all right. But I just want to say thank you because oh, you're welcome. I did when I had my stroke, I did not have an income for 11 months. Mm-hmm. People, fundraisers, bought me food. I cried like a baby. And I said, God, what did I do to deserve this? He said, when you had, you gave. So he taught me humility because I was the giver, never the receiver. Mm, 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 mm. And I know who I am and whose I am. If I never make another die, I thank him for all that he's taught me and given me because he gave me my life back. I had to almost die in order to start living. And I just thank him and I thank you because I see the value if nobody sees it. I see it. I started with self-esteem because everything you said in that video was me. Mm. I'm a new Mm. creature. Mm. Mm. I just thank you because if you don't come to the White House, you can always come to my house. You hear me? <laughs> but I thank you. I thank you. I thank, but you getting to the White House, so I want to invite oh, yes, you. I, I got you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I got you. That's good. We so appreciate you. I want to. I'm, I'm gonna, Daryl. Get ready. I'm coming to you in nanoseconds. I had just told Grace while the mic was muted, ah, I forgot to say what I was going to say about down. And then when Michelle just did this, it made me realize I wasn't supposed to say it. Daryl was supposed to say it. Daryl, 
you say something all the time. And I just caught it, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes ago, and it came back up again. You say there's something about these classes that's so valuable that you can't explain it. And if people knew what we do here, I'm gonna let you finish. Go go ahead, Dow. I'm gonna let okay, you say that in your I own. Was, I was afraid you were gonna set me up for something I wouldn't remember. So, no. I, <laughs> you know, I'm saying, man, just just remember, right? So yeah, all the time, you know. Um, just as the call started, and you said invite some some friends, uh, some people close to you. They typically don't. Michelle and a couple other people who are on the call right now who are in our mastermind separate from this one are not on these calls. And uh, so when that invitation came out, I sent uh, everyone in that group an invite. And, but to address your, your uh, question, it's amazing. I, I spend more time on the calls trying to figure out how I can market the calls then I pay attention and, and you know, that's, that's unfortunate. I should probably do the opposite. But I think about what happens on these calls and everyone I've seen, including myself, have these periods of where you become completely vulnerable. And I haven't been around this type of environment for, uh, since, you know, when I first decided to stop drinking over 30 years ago. And all the the things that began to heal me back then is, is just confession. Now, the point of that is how many people really get this? I mean, how do we market this really? How do you say, because not anyone that's on this call right now, we said we're going to start, we're going to take this company to the next level. We're going to do this network marketing, or we're going to spread it out. Well, that model spreads information faster than anything. This is not a commercial for that. But what it is, is that if you take what you get here on these calls, really, and you think about how many people out there would benefit from what we get here, how difficult would it now be to share with everybody you know? and not be concerned with what the model is. Right now, we're more concerned with the model is, and you know, I don't think I really wanna do that, but are you really, excuse me, that selfish? Really? Do you see what just happened with Tanisha? Tanisha, I'm sorry, Tanisha, I pronounced your name wrong, but Michelle, Robin, and how it's happened with so many others? And so I think all the time, how can I do this? Because it's more than just me going out and making money. It's how do you get people to get to this place? We've had brothers on this call break down and share some things that is just unbelievable. Men of God say things that, see, and it's not about getting this to the masses of people necessarily. It's really about getting it to the right masses, those people who are dying on the inside and don't even know they're dying. Come on, I'm 57 years old and struggle with something that happened to me 50 years ago. 
50 years ago. Same thing with one of the other brothers. I won't mention his name because he's not on the call, but who came in and shared some information, which brought it out of me. Because I'm sitting there, you know, I'm thinking, that ain't their business. I'm not going to tell them that. I didn't tell them in AA. I didn't tell them in NA. I didn't tell the psychiatrist, the therapist. I'm sure I'm not going to tell it right here. And I eventually I did that. And for me, this is, this is, is more than just um, sharing information. It's kind of, really, it's a crusade. People are hurting. And they, they really don't know what to do. They, you go to the psychiatrist, you know, I, I see a therapist every Friday. <laughs> and she, when I come in, she says, so what's your high point? And it's a joke to me, right? What's your high point? And I tell her my high point. What's your low point? And I tell her my low I don't really tell her my low point. I just make up something, right? And, uh, and then we talk back and forth about something for about 45 minutes, and then I leave. And she gets paid. Not from me, thank God, I don't have to pay her because if I had to pay her, I wouldn't be there. But that's the point, that's all you get. There's no transparency. There's, you don't get the kind, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous became what it is because of a man named Bill W who became extremely vulnerable. Bill W and Dr, I can't remember his name, but they, they sat in a library and I had the privilege to go sit in that same library of, of maybe 10, 15 years ago. And these guys came up with this concept. It was basically something Christianity told me to stay away from for years, metaphysics. And this is where it came from. It, it was about learning some information first. And no one else could cure these guys. When you became an alcoholic or you were considered an alcoholic, you were put in an insane asylum to die. And these people came, these men came together and started sharing their stories. And this is what this reminds me of. It's more of a real movement, right? You're sharing your stories. When you go out, Michelle, Delisha, and you tell your story about how this helped and changed you, then that will pull out those other people. And we have, like, Marjorie's super smart. I mean, I wish I was that smart. She's super smart. And I'm not just saying that. The way she articulates, I'll be taking notes and carrying on, right? So I, I'm going to see if I can say it like that. But you know what? The reality is I say it the way I say it. And I don't need to say it like she says it. She needs to say it like she says it. But I hope I answered your question. Um, and I still struggle with the idea of how do how do I get this information out to people in such a way that we're not trying to sell you, we're trying to save you, you know? And we're not trying to, um, to put down Christianity, but you don't really know what it is. Most people who claim they're a Christian have no idea what it is. They've never read the Bible. If you are close, you say, I'm a Christian, that means you follow Christ. But if you never picked up the book, who are you following? It's absolutely bonkers, right, that people claim these things they don't know about. How these alcoholics got healed were in rooms like this. They shared their story, and God healed their heart. Now, here's a saying that they said, the old timers, you won't hear it much anymore uh, in, around the AA uh, circles. But the old timers would say this. They said it was a, it was just kind of, it was almost like a poem. They went around, God 
gave this process to the ones he trusted. He said, I didn't give them to the seers. I didn't give them to the preachers. I didn't give them to the Christians necessarily. I gave them to you, these little ones, meaning those ones in Alcoholics Anonymous, because they shared, they didn't have anything else, guys. They were empty. I seen people who were pushing a basket three months ago, and today you see them, they look like a doctor, changed from the inside out. So Talisha, when, when Antonio said you changed in that moment, it's just a matter of receiving. It really is. When you receive it and then walk in that, that's what it is. So let me stop because I'm ready to start. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> I'm <gonna> stop. <laughs> no, beautiful. Do me a favor. Now, I don't want to, I, I, I was kind of following the energy, but now let's back up, unmute your mics, and pour into Michelle. Come on. Michelle, you That's it. That's it. I'm proud of y'all. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. FOD, everything in me is telling me to call on you. Come on. Come on, yes, <laughs> yes. Just you have the video, yeah, yeah. Come on, I want to hear. Make sure you mic. I want to hear. Say it again. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I, we can hear you. Just got a little delay, but you're good. Okay. I don't even know what to say. I really don't. Because that's, it's funny because that's exactly what I think about ever since I've started this class, which is how do you get this to other people? That's why even this idea of whatever model, bring me whatever model you want, whatever you want, you know, because the way that even what Michelle said, I'm like, yes, yes, new creature. And just, if this is, this I don't even have words to explain. I don't have words to explain how I want to do everything in my power to and like this. I don't know if this is maybe saying too much, but like um, <clears throat> even everything I'm working on, I'm like connect. Zing, you know, <laughs> like we have to. It has to. This has to spread out even to my own audience, even to my own target market, even to my own people. Cause like I look at my people and I'm, I'm just thinking, how can I get this information there? And then I also can get, get paid also. I, you know, build my business around something like that. Because honestly, this is something that needs to be out there in the world. And this is just giving me, I almost want to like, just go out in the streets and just like, that's why the script that we were given, it was kind of hard for me because I was like, only say this, can I not say more? You know, like I want to just go out and like rent out rooms and come and talk about this. Let's, what? This is, this is, I don't have anything to say. I don't think I'm even saying anything, you know? <laughs> I'm just rambling now because of how it's I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's perfect, it's perfect, it's perfect. 
is perfect. As far as the script goes, you can say, go, go out there and just evangelize. Go and get them. That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. That's good. That's good. All right. Now, somebody has been pulling at me the whole class. Whole class, whole class. I feel the energy. And I was, I don't say I was waiting for the right moment, but then I believe the right moment came up. Chantel, you've been pulling at me. You've been pulling at me. Come on. In your own way, whatever you want to say. I, I, I dare not control power. You just go ahead and say whatever you're going to say. Um, today specifically has been a huge day filled with I, I cannot say reflection but what I could say is stepping outside of everything that I've learned and really letting it all go. I'm still, I mean, to be honest, I'm still stuck on earlier about an hour ago on the call when you said, um, stop, but stop believing. So anything after that, um, but <laughs> I am still there because that was huge. Ask, believe, and then receive. And I have been stuck at believing. I was talking to Evel D today and a about a story or something that happened to me. And I'll share it here because I'm sure it's it's the perfect time these young girls were fighting um the woman the girl i stay with she knew about it she's crippled so to speak she cannot defend anybody who she wanted to defend but um so she called me in and she's like Chantel, i need you you're really good at this Chantel, i need you to come and help me with these girls they're fighting somebody's gonna get hurt and guess what i said come on, I don't want to be a part of this violence. I said, oh, girl, I said, listen, now you know I ain't got no business being out here with these girls. Nobody's recording it. Um, you owe me, Tamara, because you got me out here. You know I don't, I'm not involved in this negativity. Because guess what I'm thinking, y'all? I'm thinking about all that I've learned and how if I put myself in a situation and how I'm going to receive it and all this negativity, I'm thinking of all this knowledge and then I'm on a phone with Evel D and I'm like, after the fact, I get there. I am such a light there. I asked to be there. I've asked to help girls. I, that was sent to me for me to be there for those young girls. And there I was trying to resist it, trying to create prayer in a sense. Dear God, I ask you to save, be here with me during this time while I go with these girls. Help me not receive what may be put out here because this isn't. Here I am 
trying to pray in a moment where God has sent me in this place to be there. So um, I'm just, I'm, yeah. So I'm like thinking of all, you know, believing, believing, instead of just, I, I asked for this. This is for me. Take it. Be the light in this. Be who you are. Be what you've learned. Kind of just be. Really just be yourself. So, I mean, that was huge. In that moment, it was very liberating to realize that I, um, to realize that, to realize that I have been believing very well. Oh, I've, I'm very good now. But to receive it, I'm like, I had the text of Evo D like, girl, you get on this call because they're talking about exactly what we were talking about today. And it, it is some, it's amazing. It's so to even speak here, Antonio, I feel, I, it's hard for every, I, almost hard for everybody because if you understand what receiving is, it's almost like speaking is, or is going like against it a little bit in a sense, you know? So hopefully that story is helpful to anybody because it was it was funny I was rude like I looked at her and I was like you want me to go to this fight with these young girls as if I have not told or asked God to help me be a light to these young girls and there I was <laughs> get away from it. it it was crazy I was like what but being there was amazing and I was in the right place at the right time. I asked for that. God sent that to me and all these things. But it was so easy for me to be like, uh-uh, girl, I'm not going to be in that type of energy. Mm-mm, God don't want me doing that. You know, it's easy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why would he want me there? So um, that, was, that was huge. I, I really appreciate that here on this call and hearing that and being able to also share this as well also while i have the opportunity to speak here i also yeah, want to go ahead that you know um with michelle and daryl explaining what was going on with michelle what was going on with talisha and how we have had many liberating breakthroughs here on these calls it truly is an amazing um space you've created here Antonio Tempest and you all this is truly a safe sacred positive loving space um and I I agree with you all for sure sure appreciate you thank you this started <clears throat> I, I was I was in a, another class was similar to this but it wasn't the same and I had different books, and it wasn't the same. And I told it was at Lakewood. I was at Lakewood. Lakewood had the internship works like this, and I hated it, Chantel. Oh my God, I hated it. <laughs> I used to have to drink a beer just to go in the church to deal with this class. <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> I'm not lying. I hated it. <clears throat> And I realized it was, I started interning there June 2012. April 2013, yes, yes, says it's heated. That was such a heated. <laughs> <laughs> April 2013, I'm sitting in Miami. Lakewood took us out to Miami. 
and it's the Florida Marlins Stadium. Stadium. It's the first time it's open, and we're doing the Night of Hope. And I'm sitting there, and I'm talking to this guy from Berkeley, and yeah, I'm just I'm over it. You know, it's hot out here, and the stupid little shirt I bought was too tart, too tight. And I just want to go inside, and I'm talking to this dude. And he's telling me how when he did the internship, because you do two years and you become a mentor in your third year. So I'm talking to this mentor, and he's talking about all the goodness of the internship. I'm like, man, I didn't hear with all that. You know, you know, you know, I don't want to hear that. You know, this internship, it, I hated the internship the whole time. And I'm sitting in Miami, which I've never been. I'm a kid from the hood on the water and we're drinking virgin daiquiris which doesn't fit my fancy at all mm-hmm. it's sweet and they got no alcohol in it whatsoever and as he's talking it dawns on me holy crap I am really ungrateful mm. wow here I am in Miami, right? Like, like I'm forgetting where I am. And I'm forgetting that I am top of Joel Osteen Ministries and all this stuff and forget the fact I'm here on ministry with an attitude. And I step back. And this is the thought that changed me forever. It was 25 people of us to start the class. Every year, Lakewood Church gets 25,000 applications. They only pick 25 people from the 25,000. That year, they only had 24. But the internship was so grueling, by the time we got to April, there's only 21 of us left. So I'm... This is one percent. It's less than one percent. And I realized I've never. Tippers don't even know this. I never say what I'm about to say right now. Don't none of these people know me, because I didn't let them know me. I made sure of it. I put up the wall of anger so you can keep yourself over there. Yeah, out of my face. And I go. You relate to that with Chantel, like that anger. I, I put up. I know how to control the room. I can control the room if I talk, or I can just put on my mean face. I control the room that way. I just say, "Oh, y'all have fun. Just don't come in this space right here, and we good." And I sit there, and I tell the dude that is talking, he, whatever he was saying, it was probably making sense. I didn't give a damn. I didn't care. It didn't make no sense. But it dawned on me. This dude is probably saying something. So I go listen to him saying, and he's actually saying something. <laughs> and then I go, man, how long have people been saying something all year and I haven't received it? And I get back to my hotel. This is bothering me. This is bothering me. I say the whole time. This is bothering me. And how much of this year and a half have I missed? And the next day, we get, Joel Osi does his thing, and I watch 30,000 people give their life 
to salvation, right? And just give it. And it wasn't that that changed me. I heard those when 30,000 people stand up at the same time, it makes this rushing roar. Mm-hmm. It's not a silent action. That, oof, that got me. But that ain't what got me. We give into this thing called, uh, it's, it's, you feed children with it. I can't remember the name of it right now, but you feed children with it. And then now I'm, I'm an usher, so I got to walk with usher means a little different in the ministry. I got to walk all this money downstairs that people just gave. That ain't changed me, all the money. We get down, we come to the back room. It's hundreds of thousands of dollars to feed children. And then it dawns on me. Yo, these people just gave the children they don't know that was homeless like me. Mm. And I sat here with an attitude. And they just changed about 10,000 kids' lives. And I'm pissed off. Go ahead, Chantel. I'm coming to you every day. Yeah, and I'm going to say, I'm quoting her right now. Let me tell you what she said. And I'm telling everybody here right now on the call. While, I wonder if I should give the little story. Give a little story. All right, little story. This is separate from the other story, but the same situation. I was driving in literally the same situation. This has happened to me all week. I'm driving my friend, same friend, who we live together. Chantel, come on, come with me, come with me. I'm like, if you don't leave me alone, I don't, my hair ain't done. I didn't brush my teeth today. I don't want to go. She's like, Chantel, come on. And mind you, what was I going to do? Probably fall asleep, do nothing. Chantel, come on, come on. I said, ooh, ooh. So I go. And that's important because this is how we are. We're like, no, I got something to do. I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? This is the truth. She brings me out. We're driving two minutes to pick up her son. Driving back. We pull around right by the house. There's a group of girls fighting. And I said, and I said, I said to my friend, man, roll down the window. Let me just tell, let me just say something. I can't just ride past this. Let me just say something. So we go and she rolls down the window. The dog starts barking. It doesn't work out. I, and I'm like, pull over. Let me get out real quick. And I'm looking. I got chancletas on with the socks, with the, with the flip flops. I'm looking. You know what I'm saying? I'm creating these things in my mind that's to, to stop me from going. But I'm still put there. I'm still put there. And guess what, y'all? I have a 15-year-old sister who I have not seen in four years, who I have no relationship with because it's on my father's side. It's just, it just, we don't have, I have not seen her. We've communicated over online. And guess who was fighting? My 15-year-old sister. And I get out the car and as I was telling Evelyn this story, here's the message. She said, while you're sitting in the house, look at what's going on. You're not anything look at who the people that need you that are out there look what while you're sitting look what's happening in the world Mm. so me and Chantel was doing the same thing same thing 
I'm sitting here, the only hell demon in the place. Complaining, complaining about some chancleta. Complaining. And here's a, yeah, here's the crazy. I went there to learn ministry. <laughs> and and here's what and I was talking to Tempest after I processed all this information. This was this was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you were gonna learn something. Yeah, everything she went through. And I'm talking to Tempest and she say again, she always say stupid smart stuff. The smart, I just be like, that's stupid, I don't wanna hear, it, right? This is just me and her. We broke. We we super broke. And I go, Tempest, I've been here shining with my gifts. I ain't learned nothing. I said, as a matter of fact, my relationship with God is in the same place it was over a year ago. I done helped all these people. And I ain't got better. Not one bit. And I told him. I said, I hated this class so much that it finally done worked on me. And here's what happened. In fact, I'm going to tell you. Tempest, I'll get your mic from me. <laughs> yes, I was completely just up like Shannon was, right? I told Tempest I'm going to start a class like this. And Tempest, tell them the rest of the story in your own way. How we got to this class. <laughs> um, you said you wanted to start a class similar to this, but in your own way. And at that time, we had just started Church for the Unchurch. And we had leaders who were not getting along with other leaders. We just starting out and it's already confusion. So we sitting in your living room, I think it was like seven or eight of us, going through books, reading books, <laughs> talking about them, writing papers about them. And I'm not sure what you want me to say, but I'm gonna say this because it popped in my Have head. Have your way. Have your way. <laughs> uh and I'm not talking about anybody, and I'm definitely not elevating myself when I say this. But the people who BS their way through the class is still BSing their way through their lives. And the, people who, took, and the people who took the class seriously are doing things with their lives. And <clears throat> when you started the class, I always wanted to ask you, well, why would you put us through something that you had to get tight for. Why did why would you put me through a 10-month class when I was stopping at the store for you every Monday night? But I learned that it wasn't about Antonio. It was about me. I had to go through the class, and I've been through this class so much, I'm not going through it again. Five, six years now, I don't want no more class. But I had to go through the class five times to understand me to understand building integrity to understand that I create my own reality to understand that I have the power that I have and to use it and to stop pausing and to stop 
waiting for other people to get it before I decided to move. The first year, I was afraid of my gifts because I was surrounded by loud people who <clears throat> talked the talk but wouldn't walk the walk. They wanted to be seen and heard but didn't want to do the work. And here I was gifted and I knew it but too afraid to show it because I was comfortable not showing it. I, I knew what to expect. I knew how to handle that. And I've seen people come and go. I've seen people pay for this class and not show up. I've seen people pay for the class and not do anything. But that wasn't for them. It wasn't for me to look next to, it wasn't for me to look at the person next to me. It was for me to look at myself. And I think that you, Antonio, you, were, you weren't looking at other people, but we were so broken, broken, and all these seemingly rich people will walk in the room, and it made us feel a certain way. And I think you, yeah, you, did, you couldn't unzip and be yourself because you were intimidated. So I'm not sure why I'm saying yep. this, but I'm here now. So I guess I'll say it. And I'll be <laughs> if you're sitting on this call and you're intimidated because you're looking at the people on the left and the right of you, it's not about them. It's about you. <laughs> it's not about how did they get to where they are. It's how you're going to get to where you're supposed to be. And as long as you're comparing yourself, you'll stay where you are. You'll stay missing blessings. You'll stay praying and asking God for a burning desire, but never getting it, not because God has a problem with you, but because you won't move, but because you won't listen. So if it's you, stop worrying about what it looks like. Stop worrying about, I don't have it all together, or... I'm supposed to be further down the road or I'm supposed to have a degree <clears throat> or my business is supposed to be here and there. I'm supposed to have this many kids. I'm supposed to be married. I'm supposed to be in my own place. I'm not supposed to be with this person or whatever. Look at yourself and <laughs> build yourself up. People are having breakthroughs on these calls and I'm grateful for it. I, I'm truly grateful for it. But it's my real desire that the people who are quiet and are afraid of their breakthrough learn that it's for you as well. It's not just for Antonio. It's not just for Shannon. It's for you. But you have to decide, I'm going to show up. So you're going to show up to, well, this not even 10 months. This is like a year and a half class now. Are you going to show up? every Wednesday from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time just to be the same next year? Or are you going to show up and allow the universe, allow God, allow the source to change in you what needs to be changed in you? Because you're not just here just because. I want to watch Beyonce. And I almost said, I ain't clicking on that. I'm going to watch Beyonce. But something said I needed to be here. And I heard a word that was just for me. And some of you are here. <sighs> Don't walk out of here the same way. That's not the point of the class. The point of the class is to get what's for you. But you can't, you can't eat 
zipped up. You're going to have to unzip. You're going to have to let God or source or whatever move within you. But he can't reach you if you block him. But you here. So you want to be here. It's something here for you. Allow it to happen for you. Or you'll be like Antonio sitting in the back of the room paying $1,500 just to get to March and realize I've been zipped up the whole time. He missed, he missed a lot of stuff that I caught for free. And I'm excited about the class. And the person in the class hated every second of it. So it made me say, well, maybe I'm not supposed to be sharing what I'm sharing with him because he wasn't excited about it. So that made me stop talking to him about it. But I walked out every Monday grateful, but the person paying for the class hated every second of it. And he had to get to Miami to appreciate what was down the road. Y'all right here. Y'all not paying for it. Y'all getting it for free. Some of you getting it for free because of a hook or whatever. Don't miss your blessing because your ego is loud. That's all I got. We. Okay, we're gonna take two more people and then we're gonna wrap it up because it just went one minute over. And what I'm gonna do is we're gonna I'm gonna follow Daryl's energy. Daryl said that we make sure. I mean, we do the same thing, dumb like Antonio, and send that mean if we don't share this out to the public. That being said, should you want to help share this out to the public, because I have plans, there is a link right there. And you get to donate to the presidential campaign and make this possible for millions of people. It's right there in the chat, right there. Dave, let's get you first. FOD, you got last words. Um, I just want to say, you know, I'm, I'm so happy to be, you know, a part of this group has really I like all of those. I like all of them. Yeah, hold on, Dave. Do me a favor, Dave. Try, try to call back in. I heard you say I'm just so happy to be a part of the group, but you sound like RoboCop right now. Yeah, or, or, or I tell you what, unmute that whole mic and see if that changes it or something. Well, we can understand you. Keep going. You still sound like Robocop. Oh, never mind. Felicia says she can understand you, so never mind. Never mind. Felicia says she can't say. Antonio, we, we can't speak robot like you. We can't. Okay, can't speak robot. All right, no problem. Don't worry about it. I tell you what. You get, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry. About it. You got his number, right? Grace for the call you and put you in on three ways. And, okay. and that way you won't sound like you breathing underwater. <laughs> MOD, let's get you and then we'll get Dave with last words. Wow. Uh, I just realized on this call that I really missed a big opportunity. Um, because I, I was too busy being my old self, um, looking at myself like my old self. Uh, I had this opportunity to do this program and get paid for this program, and it was great and all that. 
but it was in the center that was run with um, a whole bunch of people from my country. And uh, it was unorganized and it was a lot of um, cultural rules and stuff. So like respect your elders and all this. So it's like, I wasn't able to teach what I needed to, I didn't feel like I was able to like do what I needed to do, not because I wasn't able to, but because I never tried to, I was too busy saying, oh my gosh, my people, oh geez. Oh, oh my gosh, they're so, you know, uh, and, expect, and the worst part was the church that I used to go to four years ago that I left, they're the ones that run the center. And I didn't know that until I had an appointment and all this. And anyway, so I'm there thinking, I can't deal with people like this. They're extremely disrespect, disrespectful. They're unorganized. They're not, you know, all of this kind of stuff. And I had some personal stuff happen and I'm like, you know what, this is probably a sign that, you know, I'm just going to put them on the back burner. I would rather go somewhere else and like, you know, get things done better and whatever, whatever excuse I was making. And it wasn't until later on, I was thinking about it and I'm like, how am I supposed to revolutionize or be a part of the biggest revolution in Africa if I won't even cooperate or be the light within the African community in a small little center. I asked for this. I asked that I, this is what I want to do. I want to empower African, the African community. I want to give them, expand their minds. I want to build character. This is what I want to do for my people. And then I go to my people and I'm like, oh my gosh, these people, I can't do this. I can't do this. And I'm thinking in my heart, and I, to the point where I even got upset because gossip started to happen. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. I haven't put myself in a place where people actually gossip, you know, about me in a long time. It's usually someone called this person, you know, I haven't put myself. So that was like, I wanted to almost like tell them, you know what, this is very, um, I'm, but this is very unprofessional. Uh, I don't want to work with you guys, you know, just, and it's like, if you stop acting like you don't know them. Stop acting like you didn't go to church with these people. Stop acting like you didn't grow up with these people. You know, you understand them. And that's why I'm able to actually help them. So it was unfortunate because we're, well, you know what, now I'm, now I'm like, no, 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 I know these people. I'm going to go back to them. Because <laughs> I wasn't going to go back to them because I'm like, they, we, I are even said that my I'm sorry, I'm not doing this anymore. I told them all that and I didn't want to do it anymore. But now it's like, I'm understanding, I'm like, it's not just about the business and the structure and all this kind of stuff. It's about my mission. What, what's my mission? Like, what is it that I, what is it that I'm asking God to fulfill on this planet? The reason why I wake up every single day and I kind of lose sight of that because I'm too busy consuming all this knowledge of how things are supposed to work and what it's supposed to look like. And then also my own insecurities and all this kind of stuff and how I want things to be that I'm like, I need to shift my perspective from looking at myself and myself and myself and my problem and all this and realize that I've gone through a huge transformation. I have been healed. I've been renewed. You know, I have so many new skills and tools that I can use to like look forward and just march forth, you know, go forward with the knowledge that I have with the purpose that I, that I have as well. So this is just extremely liberating because I'm like, okay, okay clearly that was a test bring it on bring it on <laughs> i'm ready i'm ready because i'm like i see how i'm like 
everything here, everything here that I have accessible to me, all of the people I have accessible to me. And like I told Chantel today, you can conquer it. We can conquer everything, anything. Like presidency, what? That's nothing. That's nothing. That's nothing, you know? World peace, that's nothing. Because this is powerful. This is powerful. And, the, and, and everyone that's able to touch somebody is powerful also. So I'm excited and so happy to be a part of this. Oh, we love it. I hear you excited too. Yeah, everybody's clapping for you. Dave, you got the last words, buddy. Well, can you hear me better now? Yes, sir. Okay. I just want to say the Rockets are up. We're winning. But um, the thing I want to say is, um, <laughs> I want to say that, you know, being in this class and, and, and being on the calls has, you know, really changed my mindset as far as, like, my integrity, my character, my discipline, as far as, as, far as moving forward in life. So, like, this is like a, uh, having a therapy session all over again. And uh, I'm just happy to say that, you know, I'm here to receive all this information, not only change my life, but change my family's life, you know. Uh, so, I mean, that's it. Now, we sure appreciate you, man. We appreciate you. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for spending nine minutes over time. We appreciate you. Seriously, I have a lot of plans. Pace is lost. What a show called, Tempest. All right. There you go. There you go. I can hear the womp womp in that message. That's all right. That's all right. Should you should you desire continue to donate to the 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 presidential campaign? All that money is tax deductible, and it all goes to things like this. As we have a plan, I appreciate you. You can plant better. You can dominate. Thank you, everybody. Love you more, Phil. All right, everybody. Appreciate you. All right. See all you back next week.